All right, welcome everybody. This is the Joe Danier podcast. I am your host, Joe Danier, and this is the first episode where I put together uh, some video component. So starting the YouTube channel with the same content that you get on all the podcasting platforms, but a visual version of it of me doing the program here. Uh, so those of you who this is your first episode, um, I am an architect of my own brain that is in a constant pursuit of making myself better, faster, and stronger. I have this really strict regimen of being able to keep evaluating where I'm at in all of the departments of my world and on a constant state of trying to improve those things. So the the first thing, um, first, let me give you the little departments. And I always mention that there are seven of them. And when I on demand try to do these, I always usually come up with six. So the first one is physical health. This is an easy one. Everybody goes through these uh, physical health deals. You uh, you know you get in a spot where your health shows to you that you're not in the best spot, and so that you de you're determined to get in a better spot. It could be weight, it could be endurance, it could be you know blood pressure. I mean, it could be all kinds of things that deal with physical health. But that's not first department. Second is financial health. Uh, how well can you withstand? Uh, financial burdens or financial frictions, right? And that would be your your financial health. Then you got your professional health, you got your relational health, you got your spiritual health. What did I do, five? I might only come up with five. Anyway, the different departments of your world. Uh, and every month, I basically look at uh, all of my departments and find out where I am most vulnerable, where I have the uh, largest risk for ill health, um, and I will guarantee you that no matter what, if you don't do this process, these things are happening automatically. They're happening anyway. And if you don't pay attention to them, then they're completely out of your control. And I assure you that if you're not putting time and energy in developing, then they're decaying. So I use myself as an example in the things that I'm working on to illustrate some of these concepts so that people in this audience can take what I say and, you know, add to what it is that um, add to what, what it is that they're working on using me as the sort of like the guinea pig um, and using my examples to create enough analogous information to, you know, use in your own world. So the first one, these are two, and I could probably dedicate full episodes to both of these, but I'm going to try to combine them together because they're similar enough. So one of the departments I'm working on very heavily is becoming more mechanically inclined. And this means doing simple shit that most of you probably do with ease. I have a struggle with it. And this is in uh, in the patience, my willingness to read instructions, uh, you know, uh, doing stuff that requires physical strength and coordination and dexterity, all of those things where um, I really didn't ever have a need for doing them. And so... Um, you know, working on cars, installing mailboxes, doing simple plumbing, some electrical stuff, that stuff that I had to really force myself to challenge to get good at. And I'm not good at any of them. I guarantee you, you would find flaw in anything you saw me do. But earlier last year, I decided I was going to install a mailbox shortly after uh, taking the mailbox out with one of my vehicles. I've pivoted in the rear end, swung around and took out my mailbox. It was now dead and I, I had to install one. I could have very easily called a service and had some contractor throw in a mailbox. And I thought, listen, I'm going to watch a couple of YouTube videos and I'm going to do it the right way because anybody can dig a hole, throw a piece of wood in there, put a mailbox on it. But I wanted to see the proper way of doing it. And that's what I would 
mechanically skip would be the instructions. I would try to figure it out on my own and I would never be able to get something that uh, was as good as someone who knew what they were doing. And I was tired of in that department doing things and not being very good at it. So I watched a bunch of YouTube videos and I bought all the tools that the dude in the video had. And I used the same processes that everybody in the video had. And at the end of the day, I had a mailbox that I installed on my own, right? I'm calling it on my own because I used a you know, a template, but it was still me doing it. Right. And so I had a mailbox that was level and even, and you know, the way that it should be. And to this day, I drive by my mailbox as a, as a trophy of pride for having been able to do something that was been elusive. So uh, fast forward to last week. So for about, I don't know, four months, uh, one of the restrooms one of the toilets in one of the restrooms in my house, uh, it started drip leaking, right? And it was in a space where I think something was cracked or whatever, but I ended up just like turning the water su the supply off and then it stopped leaking. And then, so I just abandoned it as a non-working toilet. Uh, and I decided that I'm going to, I'm going to take this on. I'm going to try to get the toilet replaced. And I considered calling somebody in to do it. But I thought, here's another example of where I can take on some kind of mechanical, um, you know, ease. And when I, I look these up and I'm like, what is the ease of installation for a toilet? And this was rated as an easy install. I'm like, great, that is perfect for me. So I uh, watched a YouTube video before I did this. And it, in, it, it included the tearing out of the old one, which like, okay, cool and then installing the new one and all the tools that were laid out. So I did my homework and I went and bought all the tools that were gonna be necessary because I didn't know which ones um, I didn't have or did have. So I just bought everything that I was gonna need for this job. And step one was remove the old one. So I did the supply line and I loosened some bolts and I rocked the thing like they said and I pulled the thing out. Now these toilets, they weigh more than one person can handle. I don't know how one person does a toilet installation, but it was probably like, 80 pounds and you're never in a position where lifting it is in, you know, is in a squished in a corner of a room. And so it wasn't good, like weightlifting thing in the gym. I at least take a, up a six foot by six foot area for me to sprawl out so I can take advantage of these huge leveraged muscles that are on my frame. And so I got this thing removed and I'm starting to carry it and I have to carry it down some steps and outside. So I asked my wife and my son to help me, you know, pull this thing down the stairs and did it without, you know, wrecking anything, of course. Um, and then I did what the video said where I cleaned up the old wax ring and I took the hardware out and I, I stuffed a cloth down into the, the, the drainage hole so that no gases came up. And then, so I was ready. So I bought the, the new toilet and I, you know, followed the instructions and it went down exactly how it, was supposed to now there was one uncertainty that i had and usually when you have like plumbing you expect certain things to like snap or feel like they came together like when i was lifting this toilet and put it on the old one i didn't like feel it snap into place now it's not leaking so i imagine but i i never looked on the underside to see what i was lining up i lined up the holes and i set it where it was and and it's performing like a toilet should but there's still some mystery whether or not it's lined up the way that a professional would do it but it's functioning and it's not leaking and it's a toilet again so this was another victory for joe and his uh 
practice of becoming more mechanically inclined. Now, operation number two. So that's me continually adding things that I can watch on YouTube and uh, and replicate. And uh, I'm wondering too, like this might be a good show topic. I wonder how many professional services have now gotten less work because people attempt more stuff on their own because of, of YouTube versus people watch a YouTube video, they start a project, they jack it up so bad that then they have to then call a professional company. I wonder if they hate it or like it. So that would be another thing. I mean, we're in the services business and I'm sure a lot of people try to figure out their own stuff and sometimes successfully. So, you know, the more informed the public is, the better as far as I'm concerned. Second thing, relationships. Like I am worse at relationships than I am at mechanical things. Holding down conversations that I don't know, like I'm a logical guy. I'm a deep thinker. I like science and physics. There are a whole lot of common, you know, topics that line up with what other people are interested in. So I have two choices, either market people and bring them into uh, time compression and physics and space, or go to where they are and talk about things that are interested in. And both are an undertaking because I don't have interests that are I share with people. And I don't have an understanding of what people that is important to other people. So uh, I was, I talked to a bunch of people um, in uh, the therapies um, industries where, where they help uh, either they're a counselor or they're psychologist or psychiatrist. And I af- I've asked these people about like, what, what are the practices of, you know, what do people like, if you go, if you want to work out on your physical deal, you go to the gym or you go running or you eat healthy. Like I understand the practice of trying to excel at that or in the mechanical, I, I, I practice getting good at following directions and using tools and using brute strength and having, you know, that persistence. Those are things I understand. What about relationships? Like, do you go up to people and just have practice conversations? Do you sit in front of a camera and have practice conversations? Like what, what's the process of trying to get better at it when there's no, you know, it's, it's kind of like if I'm in thinking about it, it's all subjective where I'm super hardcore, you know, harsh and, and a big, a big critic of what I said, you know, I, I, I say stupid shit. Like when I go through and some, and, um, you go to the movies and the person behind the counter says, enjoy the movie. And you say, you too, like they're not going to go see the movie, but that's my, the, the, you too comes out a lot as being the wrong uh, response to a lot of things. And I say it a lot. And I've so I'm all the time. I'm like, how stupid are we? I'm sure other people are in the same boat. I'm sure they hear that kind of stuff all the time, but I beat myself up because I don't give myself enough time to think and react it's just these programmed responses with me. So I want to practice at it. So I got this list and this is an actual list that I printed up of conversation starters. And I feel a lot like what's on this list is when I'm looking through trending articles, when we put content together, we look to see what people are searching on Google and social media. And we try to line the, the, the topics that we bring up on our shows, but the topics that people are searching are so mind numbingly stupid right? I can't ever get what people are actually searching and looking for with stuff that I actually want to talk about. And it's the same thing where, okay, if I ever found myself like, hi, what is your favorite hobby? Like I would be overthinking that. Like, like, why are you caring about what somebody's hobbies? Do you know them well enough to care about what their hobbies? I couldn't 
picture myself uh, saying any of these things and and being able to take it serious enough to hear their response. Now, there's a couple of them, but on the fly, I don't think, even though I've practiced these several times, I don't think I've actually used them. Yesterday, I had a conversation with someone uh, that I was uh, that uh, that was at one of my kids' uh, sports deal, uh, or, you know, sports practices. And the whole time I'm thinking, and I'm anxious, super anxious about this. I'm thinking, am I supposed to know this person? I don't know this person's name. They're talking to me like I'm supposed to know them, but I couldn't stop thinking about whether or not I had to avoid, whether or not they're going to make a reference to expose me to the fact that I don't know who they are, who their kids are, or what their name is. And so the stuff that I was bringing up was defense stuff to try to disarm any further conversation. So I had conversation ending statements rather than conversation depth statement. So, uh, and that's the, the, the real plight is I don't think I ever have a, a, a method or, or an, a, a chance to practice this because of the pressures I put on myself. So I, again, I'm guinea pig. Um, you know, whereas sometimes you might think that someone like you go to the gym and you see the super buff guy and you're not that, and then you feel a little intimidated, but if you saw him doing quadratic equations and formulations and mathematics, you might feel like the buff guy. Right. And so that's what that frame of reference is. What I'm trying to uh, hit the approach is that everybody has the buff gym category and everybody has the meek underdeveloped category. And if I only talk about the stuff where I'm, I feel like I've got the capacities already, then there's no authenticity on this, this side of the microphone. I have to, you know, out myself every once in a while. And um, I don't have an answer like this stuff. I'm not telling you how you do conversations because I suck at it. I'm not telling you how to install a toilet because it's a pursuit and something that's a work in progress for me. But uh, maybe that makes you feel a little bit better because if you're a work in progress on any of the other stuff I talked about this week, maybe you just feel hair better. So until next time, this is Joe DNA Podcast.